Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 1 of the Tim Toons Podcast. As promised, we're using a new format this season that includes interviews with some of the people that were most influential to me along the way. This episode features an interview with my wife, Marcy, arguably the most influential of all of my influencers, and who is still influencing me to this day. Hi, I'm Tim Rose, and this is the Tim Tunes Podcast. In this episode, we'll interview my wife, Marcy Dobro Rose, and look at some of the songs she's been a part of along the way. So enough of my yakking. Let's get to it. Thank you for being my uh, guinea pig here. Sure. I'd uh, like to start off just by asking you a few basic questions. Who are you? I am Marcy Dabro Rose, and I am your wife. And um, how long have we known each other? <laughs> We've known each other for a long, long time. We've known each other since probably January of 1974 when we met at Frostburg State College. We were at a party. No, wait, sorry. I'm, <laughs> that no. was our third date. But, um, but I think it was January. It was, it was January. I think it was like the first or second week of January. Yeah, because we went to that party at the end of January. Mm-hmm. And I met you because one of the women in my dorm had borrowed a book from you. It was The, the Night Thoreau Spent in Jail. Mm-hmm. might have been a play, actually. It was a play, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she said, uh, I have to return this book. Uh, do you want to walk up with me? And I said yes. So I walked up with her to your dorm. You were on your bed with your guitar. And we saw each other, and the effect was immediate. My friend said you could feel the electricity going back and forth between the two of us, and I certainly felt that. So, um, well, I certainly felt it. Okay. So, so then, uh, the rest is history, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like, who is this you brought to my lair? (laughs) (laughs) So, so that was, uh, that was in college and, uh, we, you know, we were together for a while, then we weren't together for a while and then we were together back again. So. That was really uh, an interesting, an interesting time. You had an, a, a really big effect on me in terms of performing. Do you know why that is? I have no idea why that is. Because you encouraged me to play my songs live for people for the very first time. You're kidding. No. Well, wait a minute. Oh, but you were in a band in high school. I mean, you had played. Yeah, in but we front never played people. my songs. Ah. But for me to play my songs by myself on my guitar, accompanying myself for the first time, you encouraged me to do that for the first time. I had no idea. And do you know where that was? I think it was a coffee house at Frostburg State College in that little chapel place. That's exactly right. And do you remember how wonderful my performance was? 
It oh, was, I don't remember, but I'm sure it was delightful and, and incredible. It was not. <laughs> it was not. I was scared to death. My voice was shaking. And uh, it was really, really hard to get through that first performance. Wow. Let's step away from the interview for a moment to listen to one of the songs played that night. Here is an early version of Hand That Fits the Glove. Just a solo acoustic guitar and one voice. A reasonable facsimile of the performance on that night without the trembling. The hand that fits the glove Seen so many fingers along the way Like a weary wandering lark It's finally found a place to stop and stay I can't stretch the glove to fit the hand And the lark won't fly forever Although he thinks he can performance it was like some sort of dam had burst and uh, I just became much more confident about my own ability to play and uh, I want to thank you for that because if you hadn't done that who knows I'd probably just be some nerdy theater guy 
I think you would have found a way. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, but you encouraged me, and I really thank you for doing that. Well, you're welcome. I like doing things for you that I have no idea I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) I know that about you. (laughs) So you've known me for a long, long time, and you know that there's a lot of songs that... uh, I've I've written and you know a lot of them. Do you, do you have a favorite song of mine? I think it would have to be "What We Make It" because that is such a happy, upbeat song. I love that song. Um, you've mentioned "Standing on the Edge of Possibility" in in a prior podcast, and you said that our daughter had heard that, and you said that she asked you to play it at their wedding. But you failed to mention that we played it at our wedding. Yeah, on a tape. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was taped. There were four songs or five songs, I think, I played yeah. at the wedding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but what we make it is such a happy and upbeat song. I'm, maybe I'm being redundant, but it's always been a favorite of mine. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> So here's the song, What We Make It. This is the version that we played at our wedding. It makes it easier to hear the guitar part than the fully arranged version that we featured on a previous podcast. Some people say love is like a merry-go-round. It goes up and down and up and down and around and around and around and around. Well, I can't speak for anyone except myself. But listen now before you put your love up on the shelf. Love is what we make it. We can make love fine. Wouldn't you like to share your love? Wouldn't you like to give your love? say that hope is just a dream one or two wrong turns and the dream ain't what it seems well i don't know how other people make it by but i know that i never did nothing until i tried hope is what we make it so just let your own hope grow wouldn't you like to share your hope like to give your hope wouldn't you love a heart full of hope all the time and some people say that life is such a bore and they drag from day to day always knowing what's in store well i never felt that my own life was so abused Until I was doing something that I really didn't want to do Life is what we make it, so just to let your spirit shine Wouldn't you like to share your life? Wouldn't you like to give your life? Wouldn't you love a heart full of life all the time? Yes, life is what we make it 
just let your spirit shine Wouldn't you like to share your life? Wouldn't you like to give your life? Wouldn't you love a heart full of life All the time Now back to our interview. Now I do have one more thing I'd like to show you. What's that? This is the list of songs that you've either worked on or are about you or were inspired by you. And I wanted to just show you that. I didn't know if you realized Whoa. there were that many songs that no, you were involved I in. I did not. It's about 24 songs, I 23 songs. Not. It's almost a full a quarter of all of my songs. Good heavens. Yeah. Yeah, so you you've been a big big influence on me more so than any other single person I think I I would I could easily uh, make that claim and so, um, wow I'm sure you will continue to be a big influence on me um, I don't know if you knew that you were inspired or were part of all of these different songs but you are so uh, well um, thanks for sharing that do I get royalties if they start rolling in no oh shit well you do for three I'm of them Three of them you act. The, the ones for um, uh, the ones for. I know it's okay. It dream was, your own dreams. I was being facetious. No place like home. It's okay, dear. It's okay. It's okay. But still, <laughs> no, no, no. you did co-write those songs with me. What? Dream your own dreams. No place like home. And what can one person do? Unless there's other ones in here that I don't remember that you. No, you that's where we worked on the musical together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, I think those three songs came out pretty good. Yeah, I think so too. Marcy was a social worker when she wrote the lyrics for this song. She handed me what amounted to a poem, and then I set it to music. The song speaks to the frustrations that social workers have to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. This song is dedicated to all the social workers and their clients, children, spouses, and friends. Here is... What can one person do? Alarm sounds, I stay down, trying to postpone another ringing. No rooms, red looms, and families filter in. There's no room at the end. What can one person do? What can one person do? What can one person do? What can one person, what can one person, what can one person do? Phone rings, reckoning, try to buy some time. A beggar's paradise. Court stays, cold days, there's no way they can win. There's no room at the end. What can one person do? What can one person do? What can one person do? What can one person, what can one person, what can one person do? More ruin, 
have no miracle The shelters are all sitting tight Dark night No magic to put in There's no room at the end What can one person do? 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 By the way, you can see the list of Marcy's songs posted in the Tim Tunes podcast group on Facebook. If you're not a member, just ask, and I'll put in a good word for you with the admin. Let's get back to our interview and close out the episode. It's been a pleasure to be interviewed. Well, kind of a pleasure, but... Um... So I enjoy your music. Oh, that's sweet of you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. And uh, thank you for doing this interview today. You're welcome. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to end. That's a good ending. I think just thank you. You're welcome. Unless you want to stick around and hear the outtakes from the interview. Now, do you personally have a favorite kind of music? I have been jumping around in my later years. I like classical, believe it or not. I like 40s music. I've been, thank goodness for Sirius XM, because I listen to that a lot in traffic. Um, But I've listened to country. I've listened to rock and roll. I've listened to folk music. Um, but currently I'd say it's a tie between 40s and classical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, are, are you a musician? I can play a pretty mean kazoo and the radio, and that's about the extent of my musical talents. And yet, when I met you, you had a guitar, and you played guitar, and... Yep. You had a book that you kept of your favorite songs. Yep, and, yep. You know, did, so you don't do that anymore. No, I don't. Okay, well, that's too bad.
because I, I love listening to you sing and play. <laughs> um, have you ever written a song? I have. I have. Um, and we've written songs for the musical. Mm-hmm. And I've written, but I can't hear the music, so I write the lyrics. And um, I've been impressed with, with seeing the documentaries on the Beatles and their songwriting um, process. Where it's kind of crazy. The music comes first, and then they kind of fill in these words, and they alter them all the time, and it sort of explains "I am the Walrus" and you know, sort of in yeah, terms some of, of those crazy, like songs. weird, yeah, 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 yeah. But I always thought the words had to come first, but evidently not for everyone. Evidently not. I I think that their process is that if somebody comes in with the words, then they apply them to the music. But sometimes they just start with the music to get you know yeah, things going. Yeah. Obviously, Get Back was like that. That was the one they were doing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was like, you know, really painful because it took them a, a long time. Um, so you you stopped playing, so you don't really play anymore. So that's kind of uh, over. Um, so um, do you have a favorite song? I mean, not my music, but just favorite song in particular that you... I've always been partial to Chelsea Morning by Joni Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's been long-standing. Yeah. Hence Chelsea Rose. <laughs> Hence Chelsea Rose. Yeah, our daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so I told you why I asked you to do the interview with me because you, you affected me so much when I first started. settled not really all involved there's lots of things in which i haven't met world problems i've not solved but like a hibernating bear emerging from a cave i've started to become aware that i'm digging my own grave i want to be remembered like that grizzly in the willows there's nothing in the middle of the road but yellow stripes and dead arms this old world is changing mighty quick and time is marching on I've got to sort through all the rhetoric of the elected echelon It really doesn't matter much just what I do decide As long as I get off the bus cause there ain't no more free ride I've got to make some choices be it chocolates or vanillas Cause there's nothing in the middle of the road but yellow stripes and dead armadillos. Well, I've heard it said, and it's got a truthful ring, that those who stand for nothing will fall for anything, don't you know? If you ever stop and wonder why you're here or just what makes you tick, the answer's coming at you loud and clear, there really is no trick. Just look at what you've taken and what's left up on the shelf. Your choices will reveal to you the you that is yourself. And remember when you sleep with your head upon the pillows,
There's nothing in the middle of the road but yellow stripes and dead armadillos. Well, I've heard it said, and it's got a truthful ring, that those who stand for nothing will fall for anything, don't you know? It's time to go.